Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, if you know me, you know I love concert season in Missoula better than about anything besides probably tournament basketball season. I got my concert shirt for the summer, and it's also for a good cause. What's up, everybody? Colter Nuanas, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, the ESPN MT app. We'll be back on SWX Montana Television soon enough. It's the uh, that time of year, high school and Frontier Conference tournaments dominating the airwaves right now on the TV. But either way, if you're tuning in visually on the ESPN MT app, I got my new uh, No More Stolen Sisters shirt. And what a cool deal. Chris Redpath in studio with me. Thank you. This is a wonderful present. Well, you're welcome, Coulter, but it's for a good cause because the money is going to Cola. However, she's passing that money along to the advocacy group that she's president of at Montana State. Cola Badbear has done such a tremendous job of taking this on head on. She has been the spokesperson and uh, primary advocate for this initiative, No More Stolen Sisters. It's all about human trafficking from our uh, Native American Indian reservations here in Montana. And it's a big deal. These shirts, not only are they cool and styling, but also uh, some of the money goes towards just research and and also funding for this great cause. So uh, always happy to support uh, somebody, that, a fellow Montanan, and somebody that's doing such a great job like Cola Bad Bear. Ton to get to today. I'll keep it simple. It's all Big Sky all the time. We are on the way to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise, Idaho. I'm leaving on Friday. Have no fear. We'll have a standard Nuanas now. We're going to be doing the show partially from the studio, partially from the road. I don't know. It's, it's a puzzle. You guys won't know. You guys are just going to be listening to the radio show. I'll be driving on Friday. We'll be there stem to stern Saturday through Wednesday, and that will begin our tournament takeover, which I'm very much looking forward to. We'll come to you live courtside in Boise Monday through Wednesday. Then I'll be riding in the mining city in Butte, America. Be there for sure next Friday, maybe Thursday and Friday, depending on uh, the logistics of it all. And then the following week, we'll be on the road again at the NCAA tournament, depending on who wins what and where they're sent. So uh, we're very excited for our seventh year of the tournament takeover and uh, my fifth year here at ESPN Missoula. So it should be really fun. Appreciate the Big Sky for hosting us. Uh, So today, first hour around the Big Sky and women's hoops. Second hour around the Big Sky and men's hoops. It's pretty simple. It's pretty cut and dry. Second hour, myself and Andrew Houghton will play word association with all 10 Big Sky Conference men's basketball teams. We also have our uh, postseason awards as we see it, uh, including uh, first and second team all-conference accolades and coach of the year MVP all that sort of stuff and we'll do similar things plus break down the week that was 
on Around the Big Scan Women's Hoops. That's your show outlook. It's presented by Britt Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have, give Britt and his team a call today. Before we get to Around the Big Scan Women's Hoops, I got to tell you, I'm excited. You should be so excited. Our bracket challenge, which is our NCAA tournament competition, it'll just be on the ESPN national ESPN.com website. To search for uh, the ESPN MT group. We'll get it launched once Selection Sunday rolls around. But I was out and about all day long collecting prizes. We have, not exaggerating, thousands of dollars worth of prizes for you this year. We got at least $1,000 worth of stuff from Zootown Sports Cards. We have uh, a $500 cash prize from Katie O'Keefe's. And we also have a $500 uh, merchandise package from um, our good friends at Up Top Clothing. So, uh, and that's just the start of it. We got gift cards galore from multiple businesses from across Western Montana. Uh, so very much looking forward to that. I also got a nice phone call on the way here to the studio from my two nephews, uh, Ellis and Leo. Shout out, boys. Thanks for calling me. But they have been collecting cards down at Zootown Sports Cards, and Ellis really wanted me to tell everybody. He got a Barry Sanders Quick Six card. He said no one in the world has ever gotten this card. That's so sweet. He's got it. So, hey, buddy, keep it safe. Keep it in good condition, and uh, we'll see what it's worth. He also told me that uh, if I could ever come up with $600, I'm allowed to buy him the Luka Doncic autographed basketball down at Zootown Sports Cards. So we'll keep saving our money, man. Maybe we can do it together. Also, it's a Wednesday. It's our last Wednesday of the month. I guess our first Wednesday of the next month. But either way, last uh, Wednesday of our celebration of our 11th anniversary here at Nuanas Now. We got 11 wings every 11 minutes, courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. So call us right now. First two callers. We got 11 wings from the Despo, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. First two people to get through. Got 11 wings for you. Courtesy of the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Uh, this week around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath, presented by the Good Food Store. Happy to have the Good Food Store on board. They are a phenomenal partner of ours here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. I also live uh, a hop, skip, and a jump from the Good Food Store, so I feel like I go there more than anywhere in the in town. I actually daily. Go, I, go daily. I, I, I seriously go there as much as I go to my own house because I stay at my girlfriend's house so much, too. Uh, the Good Food Store is where it's at. I was there earlier today already. Uh, they're the best, so we'll tell you more about what they have to offer. If you haven't been there, I don't know how, but you should go. And if you go there all the time, you should go on back. First of all, happy birthday. Thank you, Coulter. A lot of uh, great athletes born on February 28th. My brother, you, uh, Lance McCutcheon. I didn't know Brooks was Yeah, Brooks and you have birthday. the same birthday. Lisa Tinkle and I share a Lisa birthday. McCle- Haley Heward. Lisa McLeod's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Lisa Tinkle is birthday. Uh, Haley Heward's birthday. Lance McCutcheon of the Montana State Bobcats, who now plays for Los Angeles Rams. It's just something in the water, I guess. It's great. It's my mom's birthday today, so I have to give her a shout out. So, <laughs> so you and your mother almost had the yes. same birthday. Yes. Wow, that would have been a heck of a birthday present for her uh, back in the day. Well, uh, did you do anything fun to celebrate? I just prepped for Boise. Now, isn't that just awesome? But that you we, enjoy we it, though. some Biga pizza, too. Well, that's good. You got pizza and prep. I mean, you love the prep part I of it. I do. All. Well, I love the tournament. So I'm very, it's very dear to me. This is my ninth tournament. So, I mean, we've called a few here. Oh, very Fun cool. Times. Krista will be uh, on the calls uh, for almost the duration of the Big Sky Tournament. So you can find her calls on the ESPN+. Plus. She'll be on the color commentary. New play-by-play, though. Who's doing the play-by-play this Tracy year? Tracy Warren. So we'll be missing Jenny Cavanaugh. I love getting to know Jenny over the last handful of years. Such a great gal. Um, I'm sure Tracy will do a great job She's as well. She's been great. We just interviewed Chelsea Gregg just a few minutes ago, the coach for Portland State. And I feel really confident that Tracy and I will have great chemistry and will bring a phenomenal tournament to all of our viewers. You can catch both of us and a whole bunch of other Big Sky Conference coverage on the ESPN Plus stream throughout the Big Sky Conference tournament and the various games all over the place. If you want to find out where they're at, either bigskyconf.com or... Uh, also on SkylineSportsMT.com. we got the whole schedule up there as well as where you can find who, what, when, where, why, who, all that sort of stuff. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week presented by the Good Food Store. For more than 50 years, the Good Food Store has been Missoula's homegrown independent source for natural, organic, and locally sourced food. From their award-winning produce department and habit-forming deli to their vast bulk section, plus their premier ECO takeout program. You'll find top-notch offerings and friendly customer service at every turn. 
So whether you're a local picking up your week's groceries from your favorite cashier or you're visiting and looking for quintessential Missoula experience, stop by and let them show you why the good food store is your market. You go there all the time. You love it. I've never done a show with you without your kombucha. I know. Here I've got the gingerberry kombucha right here. I order it by the... You get your case discount, which is really a great deal if you order it by the case. But also, the good food store does sell it in bulk. And right. so you can actually buy a growler or bring in your own growler and fill. And so that's that's a, another great way to enjoy kombucha. They're, they're so good in terms of providing you high-quality foods, but also the sustainability part of it, too. They pay attention to that. Like, I love... I get all my salad dressings there, but then you get the jar and they take the jar back and they just use the same jar or they refresh the jars and uh, it makes you feel good because it, it's just so much more sustainable than you know anything else in this community. Let's talk about the uh, scoreboard from this previous weekend. Last time we were on the air was a week ago today, last Wednesday. So here's what happened. Everybody, almost everybody in the league played three games in five days. So here's how it all went down. Last Thursday, Eastern Washington drills Weber State 64-31. Uh, Eastern Washington, we'll get to them in a minute, but they are absolutely surging into the tournament, and uh, it's been a heck of a job by Jody Gleason in in year two uh, steering that program. Portland State outlasts Montana 74-72 in overtime. I do want to stop on this one for a minute because all of the circumstances that went into this was crazy. It took Montana a year and a day to get to Portland. They had to stop in Vancouver and wait for a different bus Finally, they get there. That's only part of the story, though. Then in this back-and-forth game, which is a good game, Portland State makes two threes in the last, what, five seconds, including banking one in at the buzzer to go to overtime and then wins the game. Uh, you talk about stealing a win. All the credit to Portland State, but also you just got to be sick to your stomach after the way that they lost that game if you're Brian Holsinger and Lady Grizz. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a long day of travel, lots of adversity, but you got to hand it to Esmeralda Morales for making a big shot. She had the first three, and then um, Cinco McCartney had the second one, and it was a bank, and so I think it caught a lot of people off guard, but hey, credit to them. That's the thing, though. Portland State in year two under Chelsea Gregg, they have done such a great job of figuring out how to grit it down to the last minute or so. They went, that was their third win in the last minute or so. They had another game where they won at the buzzer as well. Esmeralda Morales has uh, proven she can make big shots. Sac State went into Bozeman, or excuse me, went uh, hosted Montana State in Sacramento, and they beat Montana State 82-73. That denied uh, the Montana State women even a share of the league title for at least an additional day. They ended up clinching a share of it on Saturday. We'll get to that here in just a minute. But that was a statement win for Sac State. We'll come back to them in here in just a minute. Idaho beat Idaho State 60-54. to And then your Saturday scores, Northern Arizona beats Northern Colorado 66-48. Sac State beats Montana 63-58. Montana State beats Portland State 63-34. That helped the Cats clinch the at least a share of the regular season title. Easter Wash to beat Idaho State 64-44, and Idaho beat uh, Weaver State 77-54. And then your Monday slate, Eastern Washington, one of the best wins of the Jody Gleason era for sure. They go into Bozeman and beat Montana State 78-65. That was the first domino to fall. Then NAU seals up their win over Weaver State 66-57. Then Montana secures their 85-82 win over Idaho, and then you're sitting there watching the Sac State game, wondering what's going to happen, and Sac State blows the doors off of Portland State, 80-54. to So when the dust settles, Montana State shares the league title with Northern Arizona, with Sacramento State. Montana gets the uh, five-seed Eastern Washington, clinches the four with their victory, and Idaho, despite the loss and despite 40 points from Beyonce B, uh, they get uh, the six-seed. So... Um, just your impressions of the way this all went down. This was, I mean, Monday, I was texting you, are you going to Lady Grizz game? He said, no, I have too many games to watch. I was planning on going, and, I, and then I was like, no, I can't. I have, I have to have four I screens have so on. so many screens open and going, I, I trying to switch between games. I had an iPad, a TV, and a cell phone, and I'm still switching it all the time. It was chaos, but that, I mean, that's good for college basketball. It's good for the Big Sky Conference, because it was really fun to watch as it all wound down. And it really came down to the wire. I mean, it was very, I mean, till, till Sac State was running the table um, on Portland State, you just didn't know how this was going to play out. So there's not too many years where it really comes down to one or two games to determine seedings. Is there a reason why you think that is? I mean, is there anything you can point to as to why the league was kind of like that this year? 
I, I feel like there's just the league has just raised its level of play. Yeah, that's right. And I feel like any team could beat anyone. They could also lose to anyone. And we saw that within the league. And we had some teams that really had nice runs early and then had some dips. And now you've got some surging teams, Sac State, Eastern, NAU, and they're just playing really good basketball culture. I think part of it is that you had a, a, a proven team in Montana State coming back. You had five other teams with second-year head coaches, every single one of them that got better this year. I mean, to put the, the strength of the Big Sky women's basketball in perspective, perhaps the most talented individual player, Beyonce B, is on the sixth seed. And the defending champs, Idaho State, who's still a good team that's going to have a chance to make a little bit of a run in, in Boise, they're the eighth seed. So, I mean, that just shows you just how much depth there is uh, in the Big Sky Conference. Around the Big Sky women's hoops, with Krista Redpath uh, here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN MT app. It's presented by the Good Food Store. History was made, though. This is the first time ever there's been tri-champions. We've had co-champions before, but Northern Arizona, Sac State, Montana State all share the league championship. I mean, it's very impressive. We've never had that. So regular season is important. It's important for recruiting. It's important for building your program. Um, you want to show that you've had a winning season and also that regular season conference championship. It's so different than when I played Coulter because it was all about the tournament. We never even mentioned regular season championship. Um, but now it starts over. And that's what's so exciting about Boise is you have to manage that momentum going in versus um, surging teams. Uh, you also have to shake off Losses, So you got a Montana State that has to figure out a way to shake that off. We'll get to that here in just a minute because I think it could be uh, a detriment or it might be a motivator. We'll see. But hold that thought. First, I want to ask you about Sac State, though, because the history within the history is this is Sac State's first Big Sky Conference Championship ever. And I, I think it's actually been a little bit of an un, undertold story in the Big Sky the level that Sac State Athletics is operating at right now. I mean, you're talking about three straight Big Sky titles in football. They never won a Big Sky title before Troy Taylor got there. They've won, they've won or shared three in a row. They've always been good in track, and they've been great in track lately. And now they have women's basketball. And, and men's basketball with David Patrick, people uh, seem to be buying into uh, sort of the upper momentum there as well, having the first head, new head coach there in 17 years because Brian Katz was there forever. Uh, but Sac State Athletics rolling right now, but just in terms of the Sac State women's basketball team, I think people knew Mark Campbell's a good coach when he landed there, but I mean, they, they have 23 wins. I mean, this is a legitimate mid-major power, and now they have a share of a conference title for the first time in their history. What would have been the keys for Sac State? Well, it's just so impressive, the six-game winning streak that they went on, but keys for them, I mean, they've just been able to replace Liana Tillman and bring in um, Kalasia Dean, who's just phenomenal at the point guard position. She's also just a force on the offensive and scoring-wise, so she can deliver the ball and she can also score it, just quick off the bounce, can get to the rim. Um, I think Isnel Nadebo's game has gotten better as she's become more comfortable um, with Kalasia. Those are two premier players premier. in the league Absolutely. that could two be the best up players for MVP. I mean, they have to be both considered for MVP. We also talked, Sac State got off to a great start. Then they hit a little bit of a hiccup when they came through Montana. That's not uncommon when it comes to Big Sky Conference women's hoops. Uh, but they also... We're a little short-handed, and Mark Campbell likes to play a short rotation. Just tell people about that element, because getting their full arsenal back has also sort of coincided with this this recent surge. Right, so they did have that tough stretch. They lost four of their eight games right in the middle of the season after having an extremely successful non-conference run. Um, Katie Penaweta was not with them on the Montana trip, and that really affected them. She's back in the lineup, and she's a force. She's a shooter. And, you re and she's also got a lot of length out there on the perimeter, so you have to really guard her honestly. Um, she also has, she, she leads the league, or she's in the top league leaders for, for um, blocking of shots too, which is also something that when you put that length out on the defensive end, um, she's been able to really alter shots. In hoops, or rather big say in women's hoops, you can go so many different ways, and there's a, the chess match always. We do this, the, the other team's going to do that. Sac State has what you ultimately desire, and that is that we do what we do, try to stop us. They force teams to take away Kalasia Dean, first and foremost. If you don't, she's going to roast you. She's going for 30. If you do, she's such a good distributor. Same thing with Natabo. If you don't double, she's eating you alive. She's going to go 9 of 11 for 20-something points. If you do, that's why Penaweta is so key, because when they kick, 
she's the, the X factor, I think, for the Sac State team. And one player that has actually carried over from the Bunky Hawker Road era is Jordan Oliveras, and she's been playing really well. She's inserted yep. into the starting lineup, and um, she's been giving him great minutes and good offensive output. Again, just multiple weapons um, that Sac State has displayed over and over with this six-game win streak. We're on the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Chris Redpath in studio with me, Colter Nuanas. It is uh, presented this week by the Good Food Store here uh, in Missoula. All right, let's, let's talk about the other two co-champions. First, let's start with NAU. I proclaimed that I thought that the NAU women's basketball job when Lori Payne took it over was the toughest job in the Big Sky Conference because they just, I, I don't know the why, they just don't have any fan support. They they only get a couple hundred fans a game. And they had been stuck at the very bottom of the big sky for, for years, for like 10 years. They were good in the late 90s to mid-2000s, and then they just fell off a cliff and just basically just didn't have any investment in women's basketball. Well, then they invested in it by hiring Lori Payne, who was one of the great D2 coaches in the entire country. And now here they are reaping the rewards First time they won a big CI title since 1998. And they're also, they drew 901 fans. For well, I, their, mean, I mean, so that's better than to anything that they've in, ever I mean, had. To put that here. in perspective, that, that's like quadrupling your right. average attendance. Right. So, I mean, that would be like if the Cats or the Grizz drew 20,000 fans. That's It's amazing. That, that, that's a great number. It is. I mean, I think NAU, it, I was really feeling for him when Montana Ultergy went down with, with a torn MCL, but she's back. She's, she's back. She's I know. given the minutes. I mean, she's so tough and resilient. Um, I, I did a double take I, when I, I saw the see, box score. I was like, she's playing? She's, she is playing. She yes, played. Yes, because it's not a torn ACL. I sure. Mean, I blew my ACL and MCL, and MCL was more painful than the ACL. Right. So she's just a tough cookie. Um, but. Really, the Moran sisters have stepped in, and I think Olivia Moran has taken on that starting role. And she, you know, both the Moran sisters average just under 10 points a game. Multiple weapons for this Northern Arizona team, all run by Regan Skank. And I think Regan has just been one of definitely the most improved player in the league, but I think she's just taken on that leadership role. She's really owning the team. And you see Emily Rodabaugh's game just improving as well. So they're a team that you really have to take a look at. Uh, to make a run deep in this tournament, if no, not win at all. No, no question. I mean, they have, uh, I'm not going to say the best point guard in the league because there's so many great point guards in the league, but they have the most high-energy point guard in the league in Regan Skank. And when she has so many options to distribute the ball to, uh, it makes them really hard to stop because you could have multiple girls have cold, cold shooting nets, and it doesn't matter because they have so many girls that, that can light it up. Uh, then finally, let's talk about the Cats because they sort of uh, – they were the front runner the entire way. I, I I do feel bad that those great seniors lost their senior night in Bozeman. But I also would say, if you're going to give me the scenario in which the Cats are the front runners to win the league, then they share the league title coming out of Saturday, then they lose their final home game on a Monday. If I'm the rest of the league, I am very concerned because it, the last thing you wanted was to give the defending champs some motivation, and now they have some motivation coming into Boise. Well, and I was messaging with Coach Binford, and I just said that exact thing. Every time that you guys have been tested, you have responded, and you've responded um, times 10 because if you notice those games where they did slip up, they were able to regroup reload and they came back even better and so that's the thing that you have to think about for this montana state team you have to shake that off you can't take anything away this is back-to-back 20 win seasons for them for sure Coulter. and there's a reason behind that and there's definitely a method to coach binford's madness there i thought coach binford's uh, comments after the game were so good she said this game will be something that sticks with us this game will be something that motivates us if you're the rest of the big sky conference uh, I think that's worrisome. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Chris Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. How about the Lady Grizz? You can talk about every excuse in the world for why they were struggling, whether it's a bad call that lost them a game at Idaho State, a hellacious bus trip that took an hour and a day to get to Portland State, a bank three to go to overtime, all of it. Throw it out the window. The fact of the matter is they had lost four out of five, and you're sitting there thinking this team has to look in the mirror because they had gone from second, and they were plummeting down the standings. Could have finished as low as eight. eight. And if that was the case coming after that four-game winning streak that we gave them so much credit for, you're sitting there thinking, well, this team was reading the newspaper too much. This team's listening to the show too much. What's going on? But they figured it out, and they won on Monday, and I thought it was one of their best efforts of the entire season. 
if you're Brian Holster, you have to be so proud of the way your your team responded because again, there was so many different ways you could give excuses, but none of it mattered, and they stepped up and they endured one of the great single game performances I've ever seen. Well, and also beyond to be forty points. I mean, forty points so is unbelievable. If you can't win with having your best player, you know, <laughs> score forty, um, but Beyond's really, really took it to Montana inside in the first half. And I have to credit the Lady Grizz and Coach Holsinger for making the adjustment and forcing Beyond's out yep. because she missed a few shots and there's nobody there to rebound for Idaho. See, Beyonce does it all for Idaho. So if she's inside, she's their main rebounder. But they don't really have a ton of other inside presence. So they made really good adjustments and, and took Idaho down to the wire and were able to convert. As I've said throughout this season on the Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Chris Redpath in studio, Carmen G. Filler is a tremendous talent at Montana. Gina Markson's a proven commodity in the Big Sky Conference. The freshmen for the Lady Grizz, particularly uh, Matt Koning and Libby Stump, are amazing. Danny Barsh, if there was a breakout player in the league, she's she's the landslide winner. 12 rebounds and 11 points. I mean, she, she, she's the landslide winner for sure. All of those names aside, the X factor for the Lady Grizz is Sammy Fackin. And I thought for her to come out and just go nuts on her senior night, I don't even know what her final stat line was, but it was a ridiculous... She had 20 points and 12 boards. I mean, I mean that's just crazy. And, and, and that's what they have to have because she is so such a versatile player and she's so good at filling different roles within games. When she takes over the game, though, that's when they're at their best. I thought it was a tremendous senior night performance for her. I'll tell you the best stat for Sammy is four assists, zero turnovers, because that's been an Achilles heel for her, um, is just getting going just a little too fast and turning over the ball. And Montana, eight turnovers in that game, and that's really good for them. I mean, That's eight, right. And so Sammy Fackett leading the way. We're going around the big sky uh, with some of our top news briefs from around the league, and we get to Eastern Washington. And Eastern has sort of quietly, and this has nothing to do with anything besides the fact that for whatever reason the spokesman review stopped covering them as a beat, which is silly. Regardless, I won't go on that tangent. Uh, They get little briefs in the paper or whatever, but this is a great team. They should be getting covered. Regardless, they are one of the hottest teams in the league coming in this tournament. You've been tracking them. Uh, To win in Bozeman to get to 11 league wins is a great mark, and they've also done it. After one of the gals that we talked a lot about on this show. Jamie Martin, who I love. She's been out for the last three, four weeks. So how have they been able to do it? Well, I think Aliyah Alexander, who I have liked from the beginning. You've talked about her a lot. I've talked about her. She's a sophomore. I think she's really coming into her own. She had 21 points in the game against Montana State. But when I look at... Eastern Washington, multiple weapons. They're all young. So you have Lisa Lawrence, who's a sophomore, and then you have Jacinda Buckley, that's a junior. And then the one great ad that is a grad assistant for them has been Jamie Loetta, the Arizona State transfer. And she's been really strong. And then you have Gabrielle Jung, that's another, you know, sophomore. So she's got so many young players. They just represent so many different offensive opportunities and they're capitalizing on it. They really took advantage of Montana State giving them that open three in the second half, which you flipped that, and Coach Binford's not happy about that. But they had some open looks. They knocked them down in a very hard place to play in the brick. I think that this team knew they could score all the way around. The opening weekend of conference play, they scored in the 80s both times, but they lost to the Montana schools Mm -hmm. because they gave up 90. Uh, But then they figured out, okay, if we just get a couple stops – Scoring 78 is plenty. We just got to get a few stops. And so the way that they have turned the corner, come together, and surged down the stretch, very impressive. Our our last point I want to highlight is just beyond speed because we talk about her every week. But, I mean, geez, just name the Big Sky Player of the Week after her at this point. I mean, she's won, like, all of them during conference play. Five this year, nine in her career. I mean, to put this in perspective, 40 points in women's basketball is this unbelievable number. This only happened 13 times among nine different players in the history of the league. Second most she's ever scored because her career high is actually 41. And 41 was the iconic mark set by Shannon Kate back in 1991. And it stood forever and ever and ever. Katie Bussey tied that mark. The record, though, is 46 by Delaney Hodgins in 2017 uh, for Eastern Washington. But regardless, if you're dropping 40 in a college game, it's just amazing. And the fact that she's done it with playing in a rotation with four freshmen, with carrying the load the whole way. I mean, I don't know what else we can say about this young lady. Her, just how prolific she is, is just truly amazing. 
she has a complete game. And I love the way that she can rebound the basketball and lead the break for her team. She just doesn't get a lot of help. And that's where that's what's going to be a problem for Idaho. Now, you never can count Idaho out or Idaho State in any of these neutral site tournaments. John Newley has been there more actually than any other team four championships he's played in yep um, now montana state has played in three and if you count the COVID year benford's three for three that's right so if you look at how many people have won um you know or how many championships have been won benford leads that but going back to john newley they've just struggled to find offensive output from anybody else other than beyond speed and so it's really it's hurt them you never know, though, when somebody from Idaho that you never heard of until the tournament freaks out, because that's always how it goes. They always have somebody that just comes out of nowhere and just... Rosa Smith is that freshman. Uh, it, it could he, be. He I finds mean, them. I mean, Sydney Gandy was that girl right. once upon a time. She's had an up and down junior year, but she, it, she might be the one that catches fire. We saw. I mean, Michaela Ferenz won them the tournament. I never knew who Michaela Ferenz was, and then she won them the tournament when she was a freshman. She was the tournament MVP as a true freshman, and nobody knew who she was, so... Uh, that's kind of the style. And that's uh, what's great about Boise. That's exactly right. There are going to be uh, players that emerge and become leaders after this tournament. And that's why John Gooley's coaching style, where he just says, hey. Just go. Shoot it. <laughs> I believe you can make it. Just shoot it. It, it, it. When it gets to a neutral court, uh, it, it works out pretty darn good. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops of Chris Redpath is brought to you this week by the Good Food Store. Good choices are the Good Food Store's value-priced must-have staples. The premium quality organic and natural products you want and need in your kitchen every single day. You'll find these budget-friendly basics throughout the store from the meat department with locally raised ground beef to cage-free eggs, organic cereals, milk, bulk items. Look for the good choices tree to find quality products at great prices. Uh, Chris, it's funny because in the world we live in, sometimes when you start talking about the ins and outs of food, people think you're kind of crazy if you're like really being conscious about it. I don't want to go down that road because I I get frustrated by it. But knowing where your food comes from and what's in your food is, it's like seriously the number one thing you can do to be healthy. Well, and I'm feeding two teenage boys. That's right. I feel like I'm buying groceries every single day. But Good Choices (laughs) is an awesome program. And you can see that the good, the tree, wherever you can find that tree is where the Good Choices are. But what I love about the program culture is that it is budget friendly, but you don't compromise quality. And so there's so many things that I buy. That Cadia brand is so good. I get my diced tomatoes, black beans, frozen mangoes. There's just so many things that you do have to check prices if you are um, trying to buy good, healthy food for your family. Thanks to the Good Food Store for their sponsorship of Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops and all the stuff that they do throughout all of our different properties at Missoula Broadcasting Company. All conference scuttle. Plus, before we go to break, one more call, 406-888-1029. 11 Wings, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Do it right now, 888-1029. Part of our 11th anniversary. More on Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops right after this. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, presented by the Good Food Store, Chris Redpath in studio with me uh, here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN MT app. I forgot to ask you this off the top. What's your favorite part about 
March. I mean, you've lived a life of basketball, so March is always a fun time of year, whether it's high school, college. It's just tournament time. The days start getting longer. I just look at it, and I just think that this is the time of year that's the best time of year. You kind of just feel it. Right, Coulter? You just kind of feel that energy, and yeah, long winter, you're ready for... You're ready for it. You're ready for, for tournament play. For sure. Do you have a definitive tournament, tournament memory from your time as a player? Oh boy, I you know I won four championships here in Missoula. Went to four NCAA tournaments. Um, I think that you know my senior year beating Cal State Northridge after the year where we were over at Sentinel and I was hurt. I blew my knee. Right. Um, and we had lost to Cal State Northridge down on their home court, and so I think we really got you know just felt like we got revenge and we were able to after that year where it was the first losing season ever for Robin Selvig. Ever. In Only one, history. right? Yes, it's like that team is just known, and I feel, and they're all my great friends, and they're incredible basketball players. But I mean, we just had so many injuries. Lauren Cooper, myself, Megan Harrington, we just all went down. And then also Dahlberg Arena's getting yes, redone, so you're playing at the high school. high school. Yeah. So I think my senior season, and also just to win a championship with Linda Weiler, Jacobson, and Megan Harrington, and Meg Thompson, those are the players I came in with. So when you look at it that way, um, but. Also, I would say another memory is being a number nine seed and going into Stanford and playing Texas Tech, losing by one. That was tough. Um, we were right there. And so those, I mean, being a nine seed in the NCAA tournament is pretty sweet. That was the last time the Big Sky Conference was a two-bid league. Right. The last time in men's or women's basketball because both Montana and Boise State made it into the tournament that year. It was 1997, is that right? Um, well, Boise State was out of our league by then. So who so, was the second team? There was It was not, a two-bid league that, that year. That, but that was, it wasn't that year. It was actually, sure. um, oh gosh, you're putting me on the spot now. It was the year of Kelly Pilcher. That's right. right? That's right. Um, I got my years crossed up. It was when uh, Trisha Benford and yeah, Kelly Pilcher so they were, were both They're so seniors. much older than me, Coulter. Come on. <laughs> help me out here. I got to love it. Uh what do you think in terms of this year's Big Sky Conference? What what defined this year's Big Sky Conference? Like, what was different or what was unusual? Or, or what do you think you'll remember about this conference race? Well, I feel like the term that I like to use is resiliency. Yeah. And that's what I really feel about this league. We had a tie for first place with three teams, but they lost five games each. Right. So they were exposed. They had some times where they had to really regroup and figure out what they stood for. And they bounced back and they were able to get to the top of the league. So that's that's the theme, I would think. Let's talk a little bit about uh, all-conference awards. I'll give you mine for sure. You could just give me some of your candidates, whatever. Uh, I guess uh, instead of saying who is your, I'll just say more broad question. Is there a definitive Big Sky Conference MVP this year? Well, statistically, Beyonce B is, is, is your MVP. When yeah. I look at every category that she represents, um, I struggle with an MVP being a number six seed. Yeah. Cause we saw that last year with Liana Tillman, seven seed right. and they were out, they lost to Weber they in the first and round. Down. And so then yeah. you've got a Darian White who's winning the whole darn thing and has had an MVP caliber season totally. all of her years, yet she doesn't get the MVP. However, Coach Benford keeps that spread. She doesn't ever let you rack up too many stats or play heavy minutes. So I think that there's just different styles of play. But Beyonce B, and then I would also just, I, you, you got to look at Darian. You got to look at Kalasia Dean. As hard as it is to say that Sac State could have another point guard that's in that conversation, sure. but also a Regan Skank. I think For she sure. needs to be considered as well. I, I had all of those as my candidates. I, I'm going to, you can say this is a, an inside job. You can say it as a proximity bias pick. Darian White's a Big Sky Conference MVP. And I don't even know what her statistics are, and I don't care. Well, she leads in everything. She's one of the great players. For Montana State. She's one of the great players in the league. She is absolute. I mean, you can call it a career achievement award. You can call it whatever you want. She's my Big Sky Conference MVP. And I think that Kalisha Dean, Regan Skank, uh, Beyonce B, they all land on my first team as well. Uh, But for me... it's all about winning, and the, well, the. I feel the same way. Two twenty, you know, twenty win back to back seasons. That's right. And Darian also was there. I mean, she as a freshman, she led that team that the awful COVID year where yep. they weren't able to play the championship game, but arguably one of the best Montana State teams. That's she right. She comes in and plays with a Martha Cooter, a Fallon Freegi, you know, a Blair Braxton, right. Madeline Smith. She came into that group and found her way and led them. And they went to the so. semis the year after that, and then they've been to the, they won the championship last year, and they're coming in as one of the favorites for the championship as well. Walter, I hope that she does get it. I just know how. 
I've looked at the Big Sky Conference and how the Player of Weeks have you know yep. have been decided. It's been statistical. So I've had to like change the way that I look at it. But I think a Darian should get it. Sometimes it has to. You have to just look at the the optics. You have to watch the games. Like I think about this all the time. When I Kane Ione is one of my favorite guys ever. When I look at the history of the Big Sky Conference, though. The best football player from the Big Sky over the last 25 years is Jared Allen. He was a he was a seven time All Pro. He won the Buck Buchanan that award that year, but he didn't win Big Sky Conference MVP. It's conversely the same thing with Troy Anderson. Like people are going to look through the history of the league and they're going to see this kid who was who was the Big Sky MVP, but he didn't win the Buck, even though he's a starting linebacker as a rookie. Like sometimes, if you're just the best player, you're just the best player. Darren White is just the best player to me. Well, and me. she also really invested in Montana State. She's been there. She's That's right. Developed, and so no, I would I would love to see it. I hope it happens. My uh, first team All Big Sky for women's basketball: Darian White, Kalaja Dean, Reagan Skink, Beyonce B, Isnell Natabo. Carter G. Miller. I don't think I have any controversy on my first team. Ooh, wow. That's good. That's good. I, I picked 10. You told me to pick 10. No, so that was my first team. So then okay. I'll, I'll give you my second team. My second team, Esmeralda Morales, Hannah Simital, Cola Badbear, Montana Altrogi, and then I have Aaliyah Alexander because I think she's carried Eastern this last wow, month. Wow, no Kelly Bourne. I, I didn't have Kelly Bourne. Kelly Bourne is the leader of the third team. I think Kelly Bourne's awesome. I just, I, I have a cut and dry rule if you're, if you're down there in eighth place, it's just it's hard for me to, to land you on the deal. I, although Hannah Simital, I gave her a little bit of a nod because she's the one stalwart on this basically team of freshmen. That's what, okay. and she's led the way. What else do you have? Did, okay, so do you have any, I, do you have I agree with you. I just picked the top ten players there that you go. I really like. So I had Isnell Nadabo, Regan Skank, Beyonce, Darian White. I had Jadia Martin yep. from Eastern, yep. and she's not playing right now. But I did. She uh, would have been surefire first team for me if she wouldn't have gotten hurt. I know, but I spoke to John Casper and I said, you know, the way you statistically include players in in all of your statistical categories, they have to have played in seventy five percent or more games. But he said that's not the case for deciding all conference. So I think okay. if her twenty games games that she played, I just, I just am like so impressed with her. I mean, the, the game she had in Missoula was one of the three best games I've seen as yes. far as individual performances. She lit the Lady Grizz on fire. Yes. I have Kalasia Dean, Montana Ultrageek, Callie Bourne, Carmen G. Feller, of course, and I really like Esmeralda Morales. I struggled with um, Hannah Simital um, only because of, and Darren Hickok, which were two that Statistically, very good. Right, but they just they have not been able to lead That's their right. teams to wins this year. The, the one I have on there that is uh, another just proximity pick just because of what she's meant to her program, but also because she's such a great big game player is Cola Bad Bear. Right. I Cola's mean, right there. She is right there. I know she's like just a 10, 10 points per game or whatever, but she stepped up in their biggest games. And she's also just such an emotional leader. And she's just one of the alphas of the league, so I gave her a nod. Okay, that's great. We'll add her in. That's my. That's she's in the mix. We'll break down the Big Sky Conference tournament bracket, and also tell you what makes all three of the top seeds the favorites. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath, brought to you by the Good Food Store. Good Food Store has over 800 items in bulk. I'm telling you. If you eat, I mean, everybody eats rice and nuts and whatever. Go get it at the Good Food Store. You're going to get clean food, and you can get it at actually a way cheaper price because you can get it in bulk, and it's not going to go bad. Avoid excessive packaging. Get just what you need and keep your pantry contents fresh and flavorful. Good Food Store has high product standards. They carefully evaluate new products for quality, freshness, unadulterated ingredients, Truth in labeling, humane treatment of animals, and environmental impact. From ketchup to yogurt to peanuts to tofu, the Good Food Store offers hard-to-find bulk items. Pack them up in an eco-takeout for a food-safe, zero-waste option. I know you use this. You shop in bulk all the time. This saves you a lot of money as a single mom. I love shopping in bulk, but I love the Cajun seasoning. So the seasonings, to me, are where it's at. Because you just don't want to buy a ton. That's right. um, If you're making a recipe and then just sit on it. Um, I also love the mangoes. Like, any of the dried fruits, just phenomenal. But I will say, like, laundry detergent and soaps and things where you can actually buy and bring bring your own container in and buy just what you need is just really... Awesome. We'll break down the bracket. Big Sky Conference Women's Hoops right after this. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world 
and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Radio. And around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Chris Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. So we have a tri-champion in Big Sky Conference Women's Hoops, first time ever. So let's talk about the uh, the what makes all three of the number one seeds the top seeds. So here's how the seeding played out, by the way. NAU swept Montana State, so they get the one seed. The Cats swept the Lady Grizz, which was the determining tiebreaker against Sac State. So the Cats get the two seed, and then Sac State gets the three seed. All three of them finished 13-5 and five in league play. So let's start with the top seed then uh, in Northern Arizona. What do you think makes Northern Arizona a contender or a favorite? Well, the last three years we've had the number one seed win the tournament. Other than Idaho having that year where Michaela Ferenz and Taylor Pierce went cold and Portland State ended up winning, the number one seed has been able to persevere through this tournament and usually win it. Um, I think NAU just, to me, is a tough team. And I think that we haven't really used that word today, Coulter, but who is going to prevail in Boise are the toughest teams and the toughest right. players. And they're going to have to find a way. And that's why Idaho State's always been there, right? Because that's their style of play. They just do so well in tournaments because of that nitty-gritty tough style. But I like the Moran sisters a lot for NAU. Emily Rodabaugh, I, I really like um, Regan Skink, but then they also have like Jaite, uh, excuse me, I'm never going to get her name. It's a tough right. one. Um, Jaite, Fo- well, we'll just leave it at that. She's a great player. I can't even believe that. That's not like me to screw up a name. But anyway, she, she I think is a great player. Sophie though. Glancy, and there's some young players for NAU that I also feel like have given them a spark off the bench. And so I just look at them as um, having multiple weapons. The, it's so funny because sometimes we forget the runner-up, right? NAU played in the conference championship game a year ago. That set the stage for this run this year, I believe. And, and part of it also is just the fact that they added a great piece in Montana Ultrigi who complements Regan Skanks so well. But there's also just that, that that part of it, right? I mean, they've been here before. So how much do you think the tournament experience helps NAU? Okay, Batu Jaite. I just have to say there it. There you go. So I you get it, right? It. It's in it. my head. Um, yeah, I think NAU is just building a program of success. I mean, you talk about that being just a really tough program. I mean, Lori Payne now in her sixth season, just getting players under her that are in her system and then having a player like Montana Ultrigi. I think that they're a team that will will definitely be in the mix. How about Sac State? What? The fact that uh, they have been such a revelation this year, they've been so solid this year, and, and sometimes dominant. I mean, where they have been good, they've been great, and they've run teams out of the gym because I do think they have some of the best talent in the league, but they haven't really been here before. Uh, what do you think of just Sac State's uh, prospects coming into this tournament? Well, in last year, I mean, they were a seventh seed. They got beat by a number 10 seed right away in the tournament, Weber State. So that is what Mark Campbell's history of the Big Sky Conference tournament is. So I, you know, how much of that just plays into this year? You know, he's got different players. Um, I think Sac State really was a team that had some bumps. They just didn't play their best basketball in the middle of the season when they lost four of eight. And they had to go on the road for eight games in a row which the plus side to that is they were able to be at home for their final three, which I think is really key when you're tired and you're staying in your own bed and you don't have to travel. I think that was really tough on the Montana schools to make that trip to Portland State and Sac State. So when I look at Sacramento State, I also see um, a really dynamic point guard in Kalasia Dean and the most prominent big in our entire league in Isnel Natabo. So right there, you just got two players that really nobody can stop. They got the defending champs in terms of the tournament in Montana State. They also have won multiple regular season championships with this exact group. So what do you think makes the Cats a contender in this tournament? Depth. I mean, I think that's always been Coach Binford's ammo, and they've done it well. They had it down to a science last year. Um, You have a player like Leah Beattie that's coming off the bench. Um, I mean, that's just a nice issue to have where you have a player like Leah that's coming off the bench, but multiple people coming. I mean, they just, they go eight or nine deep. And what I like about that is that if you do have a player that's in foul trouble or you have someone that's just not shooting well, 
they're able to kind of shake that off and they are able to really respond. Um, they've had their tough times, Coulter, this year. They've had some they stretches have, sure. where they just defensively have not been able to, um, you know, get get where they need to be and not where Coach Benford's wanted them to be. And also turnovers. I mean, they forced... Um, I look at 19 turnovers is what Montana State had in their last game against Eastern. So that to me is it's a it's a little bit of an Achilles heel as I've mentioned earlier in the show that they've just got to take care of the basketball. Well, it's now ESPN Radio around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Chris Redpath in studio with us. By the way, we will wrap this season of around the Big Sky Women's Hoops next Thursday. That's after. Uh, the Big Sky Conference we'll be Tournament. We're talking about a champion. We'll talk about a champion for sure. So we'll do that in studio when we're back from Boise. I might still be sleepy, but that's okay. Uh, we'll get it done. Here's the way that the uh, tournament begins. Saturday, that's March 4th. Northern Colorado, the 9th seed, plays Weber State, the 10th seed at noon. Portland State, the 7th seed, plays Idaho State uh, at 2.30. And then the second round, Northern Arizona, the top seed, they play the winner of that UNC Weaver State game at noon on Sunday. And then Montana State, the second seed, they play uh, the game two winner. That's Portland State, Idaho State winner at 2.30 on Sunday. And then on Monday, we have just the standalone games, Eastern Washington versus Montana, four versus five at noon. And Sac State versus Idaho, 2.30 uh, on Monday. We'll get you out of here on this then. What do you think of the Lady Grizz draw? This is a tough draw for Montana as the five seed. It is. It is a tough draw, although I think playing on Monday is what you wanted, right? You wanted to get that by where you're in the tournament at least longer um, from a uh, logistical standpoint. But I think Montana is going to have their hands full with Eastern. Um, but we've also seen so much individual talent for Montana and different players that have stepped up for the Lady Grizz that they could just put one together, Coulter, and make a run in this tournament. I think that talent-wise, they're one of the best teams in the big sky. That's right. Um, but it's cohesiveness, and That's it's right. playing four quarters of basketball. And they'll be tested against Eastern Washington because Eastern's feeling it right now. They're feeling really good heading into Boise. By the time we come back to you again on the round of Big Sky Women's Hoops, we will have a champion. Chris Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanez. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Coulter. You can find Chris's awesome commentary on all of the tournament broadcast games on ESPN Plus leading up to the championship game. So go check it out. And you can also find me on all the pregame shows for both the women's and the men's tournaments on ESPN Plus as well. Take a step outside the women's league and into the men's league. Word Association. For all 10 teams in the Big Sky Conference and Men's Hoops, and give you our all-conference awards as well. Jam-packed hour number two coming at you. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia when you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore. You can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 